head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl game, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, they've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you've got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the players than any other sportsbook around. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposits halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is enter our promo code THPN to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code THPN to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 40 of a Cleanscape podcast brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And here we are. This is the Valentine's Day edition. This episode will be coming out, hopefully, when everyone is listening to right now on Valentine's Day. And I've got a special guest coming on the podcast near the end here uh, for our guest segment on this week's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it because uh, it's a little different. Still, we still talk about hockey, but uh, that's all I'm going to give away of it right now. Uh, we did have one game, however. It was on Tuesday versus the Hurricanes. This is a team that we don't see very often, but for some reason, you know, I always seem to find, a, I always seem to follow them. I think they're a very interesting team to follow right now. They've got a lot of young, exciting pieces. I mean, Svechnikov, I mean, with the Svechnikov now, uh, you know, they're just, there's a very interesting team. And uh, I, I think that they're, they're sneakily dangerous. They're one of the teams that I, um, you know, I, I read a bit about, I watch their highlights, I, I keep up with them just because, like I said, they're really fascinating. I think the whole offer sheet with Aho and him coming in, they've got a cool owner, Brendamore is a really fun coach. And I, I just really like this team a lot, which made me nervous now for when our stars had to go and Played them this past week. Uh, I was expecting, you know, a tight checking game. They play some tight defense. They've got some really strong defensive skaters, even though I know Dougie Hamilton is hurt. That definitely does hurt their blue line quite a bit, but they still play a very fast, up-tempo uh, game with, you know, their lack of scoring. So again, sort of like the Islanders, they remind me a lot of how the Stars play, and that makes me nervous to see the Stars have to go up against that type of game. Unfortunately, Joe Pavelski, you know, he's been hot recently. He is going to be out for this one. He's, you know, he right now he's just day to day. So we hopefully should be back in the next one. He missed practice as well on Monday with uh, an upper body injury, but they're hoping it shouldn't be too long. And I'd like to apologize to Radulov because uh, I said that he was a healthy scratch in the last podcast. 
he was not a healthy scratch. He was, in fact, you know, out with his own upper body injury a little day to day. Uh, so glad to see him back in this one and glad to see the, the coach, you know, hopefully isn't going to scratch Radulov anymore, though I would like to see him pot a few because it has been a minute. It seemed like this one much to, you know, my uh, joy that the Stars have decided to go with the stronger defensive lineup in this one. Uh, Polak is out of the lineup. Badoon is out of the lineup. So we've got Sekera in there. We've got Steven Johns in there. And I, I love having Johns in the lineup. He's looked really good so far. And we start out with Hudobin versus Mrazek. This one, uh, they play a very similar goaltending style. So I was super excited to see the goaltending duel that was going to be going on back and forth between these two in this one. And it really starts out with Stars controlling the amount of chances. I'm pretty sure that the Hurricanes don't get their second shot on net till almost like they're like eight minutes left in it. Um, the Stars badly outshot them, really, this whole game. Uh, Perry, who's looked really strong these last couple of games, he's had a couple assists, but, uh, you know, he's really been fighting to get that goal. And, and I'm sure if he keeps playing like this, uh, you know, they're going to start coming. He's He's got a lethal finish, even if he his game is slowing down a little bit. There is no doubt to, you know, his his ability to finish in around the net. And that, you know, early start leads to Jamie Benn, the captain, scoring his 16th, not to be outpaced by our boy Rupe Hints. He scores with 7.54 into the first period. It's a really good play and, you know, exit out of the zone by Heiskanen. As usual, he breaks up a one-on-one -on -one between him and Spetnikov. He then flips it up the boards and out. And all of a sudden, it's a four-on-two. The, the Canes offense got stuck in the Stars' defensive zone, and it is a quick-developing four-on-two back the other way. Uh, the Stars coming in, and it is Heiskanen who enters the zone with the puck. It, really incredible. He he breaks up the attack on Svechnikov, chips it up out of the boards, and then somehow comes up with the puck in the neutral zone into the attacking zone. He drops it off to Stephen Johns, who throws a beautiful cross-seam pass to Jamie Benn, who just sort of one-times it in. You know, he's a left-hand shot on that left side, so he just is directing it towards the net. He's not getting the full, you know, wind-up one-timer on, but, you know, just get the shot away quickly and fast, you know, beats Mrazek to give the Stars the one nothing lead. Um, the Stars are dominating, so, of course, the Hurricanes go to the power play because the Stars can't have too much momentum, can they? And, you know, it doesn't go down as a power play goal. It's one of those where, you know, Foxa was stepping out of the box onto the ice as Sebastian Ajo scores his 31st of the season with just two minutes and 22 seconds left in this first period. It's, you know, a really good cover recovery by the Hurricanes. They get the puck back up to the point. The defense sends it over to Svechnikov, who's looking for the one-timer. He just throws the puck into this case of Spashanajo, who finds it, and he just shoots like a knuckle puck along the ice, off the post, off Hudobin, and into the net to tie the game at one. Um, fortunately, Hudobin was, you know, still rock solid back there. He robs Teravainen on a beautiful rush by him late in that first period to keep the game tied at one. As we head to the first intermission, the shots are 12 to 9. For the stars after that first period the stars come out in the second with some strong pressure that uh, you know really leads to them drawing a power play and on that power play once again this you know second power play unit is becoming i'd say more dangerous than the first power play unit we might need to switch those titles because the heiskanen hints gurianov connection is just clicking beautifully um it is just you know heiskanen over at the point he receives a pass from Hintz on the 
left side of the boards. He's open for the one-timer. Heiskanen throws it right over to Gurionov, who's a little bit farther wider out. He winds up for a laser beam. His water bottle, Morazic's water bottle, he smashes the water bottle through the net. He snipes it short side. I could not believe he hit this in Ovechkin level-esque from the opposite side level one-timer. Blows Mrazek's water bottle top clean off, sky high. I felt like it cleared the netting almost. He, It was a, just a cannon of a shot to give these stars a 2-1 to one lead with just 7.24 left in the second period. And then again on the power play, Jamie Benn falls at up about four minutes later. He scores his 17th of the season to take the team lead in goals also on the power play. It's a puck rim behind the net collected by Sagan. Sagan passes it to Ben, who's skating into the slot. He snipes it short side and the stars are just dominating they really dominated this one you know from from puck drop i felt the the canes had their opportunities and pushed back but to be honest the stars really controlled the flow of the game the whole night the shots going into the second intermission are 29 to 18 for the stars they really pulled away in that second period with the help of some power play goals then there is a scramble early in the third period that uh, almost goes into that. I don't know how it doesn't. And it actually leads to another star's power play. Gurionov gets like flipped chasing after it. it, it he, I was kind of worried because he, he definitely caught some air when he was flipped by a sliding defenseman. Gurionov honestly had a great game. He should have been on the score sheet. He could have had a hat trick in this one. But the hat trick would go to Jamie Benn, who takes sole possession of the scoring lead at 18 into an empty net with a minute 19 left. Though I say into an empty net, he actually never put the puck into the empty net. Instead, he was tripped by the defender and it was an empty net. So he is awarded a goal by the referees. That's always a funny rule that I've never really understood, but he gets a hat trick on a night when the stars gave away hats. So the arena was littered. I mean, I guess they recoup all the free hats they just gave away and they can give them back out. But that was funny. There were a ton of hats littering the ice there in the arena the shots at the end of this one the stars winning this one 4-1 were 36 to 25 for the stars like i said they outchance the hurricanes the whole night they go two for four on the power play and they kill off the only one power play that the hurricanes did though i say they kill it off they did score immediately as the power play expired for them but Either way, the Stars win, and they improve their record to 32-19-5. and Now, fortunately, the Avalanche have been playing quite well, so we drop back down to third in the Central. But, I, you know, just it's only a matter of time before we're back up there, so let's get some victory music. All right, and so now it is on to the special guest segment, and I thought that it was only fitting in the spirit of Valentine's Day that I brought on my one and only, my loving girlfriend that I live with. She sits through every hockey game, every hockey night with me, hears all my BS as I yell at the TV. It, it scares the living hell out of her every time they score a goal. I, I jump out, I'm like, yeah, she, she, she's like, you can't yell. But she's, she's getting into it. I'm actually, and it all just happens to coincide perfectly. We're actually going to our first hockey game together our first live hockey game together she's been to a few hockey games before but she's still relatively new into the game of hockey so you know we're, we're gonna be on i'm gonna be asking her some questions about you know uh what's it like as a new coming hockey fan and how she deals with you know the hockey season so you know you know maybe you have this podcast on in the car and your own wives or girlfriends are listening to this maybe they can 
take some tips on, on how to deal with how obnoxious you are about your own hockey team as well. So now, you know, I don't think she needs any more further introduction, but I have to have some cool music on because all my guests get cool music intros. So here we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we've got a very special guest. Let's give a warm round of applause. She's been begging to be on the podcast since I've started doing this. So warm welcome to Ms. Maya Garcia Hector. Welcome on to the podcast. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so would you say that you've been excited to be on this podcast? I've been very exciting and excited and 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 frankly, I feel like it's not fair that we live in the same house and I've been so good while you've been doing your podcast and you haven't let me on, seeing as I'm such an expert at hockey. Yes. So now it is Valentine's Day, which I think is the perfect time. Uh, so to all those people out there who don't know, me and Maya are going to our first hockey game together. We've been together for a few years now and you've come to some of my hockey games, yeah. but we've never gone to a live hockey game before together. No. So I guess we need to start with uh, where exactly your roots in hockey lie. Uh, they don't, because although um, I am from Tampa and we have the Lightning, I never went to watch Lightning games as a kiddo. I only started watching hockey when you were playing back at CBSA in Tampa, and I went and I'm taking friends, and sometimes my parents, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to come out on like Tuesday evenings at like 7 um, to come watch your hockey games. And, but you were so cute that it was worth going, pretending that I knew what was go going on. So, so you, you didn't really watch hockey growing up. So you, you're learning it as, as you know, you, I subdue, subject you to hours and hours and hours of, of hockey. Yes. Uh, how would you say the season's been so far? For the, um, stars. For you? No, just for you. Oh, for me? Yeah, how, how have you been enjoying the season so far? It's existent, which is honestly a step up for me. And I hate to admit it, but I actually really have started enjoying watching the hockey games with you. Um, sometimes it's a little loud and I want to watch Parks and Rec. But overall, um, I've really been enjoying the season because it's the first time I've ever really been paying attention. So do you have a favorite team then? I do. Can you tell us? Um, <laughs> I have to say my favorite, my real and true favorite team are the Edmonton Oilers because I paid the most attention to the Edmonton Oilers having been with you. But if any of my Tampa family and friends are listening, it's definitely, um, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So do you have a favorite player then? I do have a favorite player. Who is he? Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman. And why do you like Victor Hedman? He's the most handsome in the NHL. Oh, Really? Can really <laughs> confirmed? He's the most handsome. He has my stamp of approval. All right, my stamp of handsome player approval. I, I think think that could be a thing. I'd be happy to come on every episode and <laughs> every episode do Maya's handsome NHL player um analysis. And every week I'll give you a different player based on like height, eye color. Um, mm, maybe we'll we'll see we'll see how the general fan reaction. I'll do like this a, is. I'll do like bucket lettuce Fridays or something and choose the player with the best. So we watch we watch a lot of Letterkenny. So would you say that Letterkenny has uh, expanded your your hockey lingo knowledge? Letterkenny gave me all the hockey lingo and uh, Canadian slang that I have. <laughs> okay, so now my question is: Tomorrow we're going to be at the game. Tomorrow, mm -hmm. do you have a game plan for if we get on the kiss cam? 
I do have a game plan. You do have a game plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your game plan for Kiss Cam? Um, I mean, play on Anya. Oh, you're gonna you're, you're gonna go <laughs> yeah. in for one. All I'm right. just gonna give you a kiss. And so, what do you think our chances of winning then? Because sometimes they win like gift cards or pizzas or something. For kissing? Yeah. Do they really? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Emily? I I think so. Maybe. How do we win? Do like do the best most romantic? Kiss? I I guess I guess so. Yeah, something like that. The, have, the, the fans yell. I have a I know what to do. Okay, what do you think? Do a fake proposal. <laughs> bring a ring and listen dude i you have no obligation to marry me afterwards but just for the pizza solely for the pizza, for the pizza. we'll do um uh we'll do uh, propose op- we'll call it operation propose for pizza we'll run a grift a, a pizza grift yes so now you've been watching hockey consistently for about what six, six months six, since six months now so now my question is what do you favorite jersey of all of the NHL teams? Yeah, that you've seen so far. Any that you like particularly? Um, I really like the Lightning alternate jerseys, the all black ones. Okay. I think they look really, really cool. Um, and, gee, I can tell you my least favorite. Okay, what's your least favorite jersey? The Stars Ooh, uniforms. you're really, you're going to do this on this podcast. And That's I, controversial. I needed a platform to get this out because I get, you explained to me that they're going for like the chaps, the cowboy look. But something about the green, I usually love the Stars uniforms. The green and the white looks really crisp and it's really cute. But I don't like the brown. It doesn't, it, maybe if they just did the brown shorts and got rid of the brown gloves. Because the green to brown, like. The, that could be, that could be controversial on this podcast. You might I, lose some votes to I come back I apologize, I apologize. But I do like the Stars um, jerseys. Like their home uniforms. Yeah, I they, love the they, home they're, uniforms. They're Victor E. Green colors. Yes, they're very cute. Um, so as a new coming hockey fan to the game of hockey, what do you think is like the biggest draw and interest for you when you watch a hockey game? <laughs> I'm going to give you two answers. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> My little rascal answer is that it's very, um, handsome men who are the best Lots of at big, their sport. Lots of handsome men. Yes. And it's really awesome and impressive to watch them, um, do what they do. Um, but it's also a really fun sport to watch. It's a quick sport. I cannot stand, uh, football. Uh, American football because of all the stopping. Um, but hockey's fun. It's interesting. Um, there's nights like uh, a few nights ago with the, the Oilers-Flames game. Mm, the battle um, over it. Everyone was talking about that Yeah, one. that's exciting. And that's fun to watch. Um, and I'm not big into fighting, but like I'm into hockey fighting. Because mm. they don't get too hurt. Cause... Mm, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so now do you have a thing that, like, what's the, your least favorite thing about hockey games? Like, you go and you just, you, you get tired of. I get really cold. You get cold? Yeah. So... So what are you going to do tomorrow? Do you have a plan for how to stay warm tomorrow? I'll bring a little blanket in my bag and maybe uh, you'll give me a hug if something needs to be warm. It's the day before Valentine's Day. It is. That is true. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give you like a, a Valentine's Day sweater or something. I don't know. A jersey. Valentine's Day jersey. Valentine's Day. I'm going to wear my Connor jersey. You are. Yes. We're going to see the Oilers play the Lightning tomorrow. Um, you know, the, the Western Conference teams only get into Tampa uh, once, once a year so. I, it's hard to see the Western Conference teams. I, I tried to see the Stars uh, when they played the Lightning here. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get to that one. But I am going to see the Oilers game tomorrow. We're going to see the Oilers game tomorrow. It's my tomorrow. first season Lightning game mm-hmm. because the last one I went to was a preseason. Preseason game. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and you get to see Victor Hedman live. I do get to see Victor Hedman. Have you ever seen him live? This is the first I, time. No, is he I in the preseason game? He was. Pooch was in the preseason game as well. Um, but some of the other boys are missing, so it's going to be really exciting. Okay, so then on the line of 
um, you know, like things you understand, things you get. What's what's one rule you just don't understand? I don't know? understand how icing works. You don't I've understand. I've looked icing. it up. I've been it's like been explained to me multiple times by you. Right, the whole lines and all that. I don't understand icing. And when you talk about a blue line, I don't I don't know what that means. Well, so it's it's based on color, right? Uh-huh. Like the color on the ice. Uh-huh. Right. So it's gotta go across, I believe it's two blue lines and a red line. Yeah, you, I don't know where those lines are on the ice. Ah, okay. So I will point them out to you tomorrow. And okay. I will update everyone on the podcast yeah, next time you're update. on that you have under you've learned icing, because mm-hmm. that's on me. Okay. So now in that that breadth of rules, what would be one rule you would change? I don't think they should be able to hit the little guys. A ban from little guys? Yeah, maybe like a little Yamamoto ban. A ban on hitting him. A ban on hitting Yamamoto because he's Specifically, small. he's so small, and I get really nervous when they do a big hit. What about like other small guys? Like like Tyler Johnson on Lightning Small. Um, he's baby size. Yeah, Any baby size boys. What would you classify as a baby size boy? I don't want to be like controversial or anything, but maybe um, any short kings under like 5'8". And shorter, five eight and shorter. But it depends because no some if you're five eight and you're beefy, sometimes you feel like you can take it. But like whenever someone does a big hit on Yamamoto, I get really nervous because mm. he's so small. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so now here's something that, so for those who don't know, Maya is in school as well as, as am I. Wow, just tongue tied <laughs> there. I'm also in school, but she is in school. Uh, she is very passionate about advocating women in hockey. I think that makes sense because you would have an opinion on that. Yes, I do. And so I think that this is your moment to share. So what do you think about, because you were excited when you saw the three-on-three women in the All-Star game. Was, that was yeah. cool. And last year you got really excited for when, um, you know, Miss Coyne Schofield yeah, skated uh, skated and beat most of the guys in the skating competition. And the, the one girl won the shooting competition. Yeah. So what do you think What do you think the future for women's hockey holds? You know how I feel. I think I'm pretty sure I ambushed you about this in the bathroom this morning. Um, mm-hmm. I think if a, a guy like Yamamoto um, and Johnson can play in the NHL, um, they're small, but they're immensely talented. Like we've seen how talented Yamamoto has been, even though he's a little guy. Um, I think there's no reason that woman um, shouldn't be given that same opportunity. I do. I feel like we always get hung up on the idea that five two um, and like a little over a hundred pounds. Um, and I don't know how safe I'd feel out there with, like, guys over six foot, over 200 pounds. Um, but if a girl is capable enough, um, a woman, I should say, is capable enough and, and, and has the skills, I don't see why she shouldn't be able to do it. I feel like that with all sports, though. Yeah. Let, lady, let ladies do sports 2020. All right. I mean, listen. No, that's my second campaign. No hits on Yamamoto and let ladies do sports. Let ladies. But isn't that sort of contradictory then? It is, but Yam- Yamamoto is, is, he's a little guy. Like, emotionally, I just want to protect him. I understand. You see the little guy. I have a soft spot there. for him, yeah. I understand. I get it. I get it. Humans pack bond with anything. I pack. Oh, what are you trying to say about him? He's not worth pack bonding no, with? No, I, I get it. No, he is. He is. Does Yamamoto have a girlfriend? I think so, yes. Does he want one? Maya. <laughs> for Valentine's Day? No, we're gonna we're gonna be trying to win the pizza, remember, with our pizza oh, proposal? Oh, yes, our pizza grift. Yes, our pizza grift. Okay. So now last question for you, and then I'll I'll let I'll stop bugging you about hockey because I know it's your favorite topic <laughs> uh, to talk about. Are you any predictions for the NHL season? Yes. Alright. Who do you, all right, so first off, who do you think is gonna win the Stanley Cup? The Oilers. Alright, controversial, but okay. You know this is a stars podcast. The stars. Okay. I think the Stars will win the Stanley Cup this year. I think the Stars are going to win it, and they're going to invite all the fans for a big rager. Um, all the, what are your fans called again? 
specific thing? My specific to this yeah, podcast? Yeah, are they called something where you, the cow, No, the cowpokes. Cowpokes! Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to have a cowpoke reader, and y'all are going to be able to take shots out of the Stanley Cup. Which right. I have actually touched the Stanley Cup. Oh, okay. have you? Yes. I went to USF, go Bulls, um, and they brought the Stanley Cup, and I got to touch it. That is exciting. Yeah. Well, Maya, it has been a pleasure having you on. I'm sure I'm going to bug you about the hockey game that's coming on later tonight. Um, and, uh, so I apologize now in advance. It's a good, a good time you're going to hear me yell about it. Um, do you have anything to, any advice out there to, uh, you know, the, ho- the ho- girls of hockey? Hockey wives, maybe? Hockey girlfriends? Significant others of yes. people obsessed with hockey. Yes, I think sure. Like, Anything to say on this Valentine's Day? Yeah. Um, as far as you can try, don't be sober. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't, you can't encourage that. If you are of age, grab a mimosa or a, or a beer um, and, you know, snuggle up with your loved one. And it's Valentine's Day, so be patient. Um, and, you know... Uh, listening to the hockey yelling is rough, but I think you listen to me yell about lots of other things, so we're about even. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Aren't we? Mm-hmm. I think so. Do you want to smooth? No, we can't smooth. Can I smooth you on the podcast? It'll, it'll sound bad on the mic. All right, fine. Wow. All right. They also probably heard that my headphones hitting the mic. <laughs> so, all right. Then, well, thank you for coming on. Thank uh, you for having me. It's It's been a pleasure. Maybe you'll come back on. Maybe. I would love to. I, um, if you want to hear Maya's um, top NHL picks for most eligible bachelors, please tweet. Um, at what's your Twitter handle? Oh, yes. Uh, thank you for the plug. Uh, you can follow this Twitter at CleanscapePod on Twitter. Uh, there will be a player poll out this Saturday, guys, so don't forget to vote on that. And there will be a poll that I will sneak up if I can get my hands on his phone to see if you guys want to see the most eligible bachelor of mine prospect next week. All right, Maya. Thank you for coming <laughs> on. You're welcome. Thank Happy you Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. And there you have it, the special Valentine's Day edition of this Cleanscape podcast. That was the special guest. Um, I know it was a little different, but uh, I really had a good time of doing it. And I thought it was, you know, it, it, like I said, in the spirit of Valentine's Day. So I hope everyone, you know, out there has a, a happy Valentine's Day. And don't forget, you can love yourself, too. If it, maybe there's not, you know, a specific someone who's in your life, you know, but that's OK. Make sure to love yourself. And, uh, you know, then you'll have a good Valentine's Day. Hang out with some friends. It doesn't have to be romantic love either. You know, it could be it could be friendly love. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. You know, on back to, you know, your regular scheduled programming. We have some NHL news here. We're going to start out on a bit more of a somber note here. Fortunately, a couple games ago, Jay Bomeister collapsed on the St. Louis bench when they were playing the Ducks on Tuesday. He, he just sort of collapsed, and he was swiftly rushed off to the emergency room. Uh, it seems like he will be okay, but, you know, everyone keep your keep Bomeister in your thoughts there. He's been in the league for a long time and, and a huge part of that St. Louis team and just, just a great guy. He did a lot for Hockey Canada as well. Um, so it's really scary anytime you see something like that. So, you know, hope hope for Bomeister's swift recovery and he's on the ice in a timely fashion. The other thing we have here on the dock is the Sedin twins are having their number retired here for the Vancouver Canucks, number 22 and number number 33 torch teams for uh, years and years and years. They were the heart and soul of that organization, still are, that you can still feel their presence around that team, 
even if they're not playing anymore. So, uh, you know, more than deserved for the two of them. So congratulations. And we had our sort of big blockbuster trade coming up here closer. Well, I don't know how blockbuster it is, but, you know, closer to the trade deadline. Jason Zucker and some picks are exchanged for Alex Galchenyuk and some picks to the Pittsburgh Penguins and Minnesota Wild, respectively. Galchenyuk is switched to yet another team, and Jason Zucker goes. I think that the you know the Penguins think they they have a chance to do something again here, maybe in the playoffs. I think they fully expect to make the playoffs again and hopefully make noise. And you see it. I mean, you've got Crosby and Malkin, so why shouldn't you try every year? And the way that Jari is playing right now, he just might have a chance to you know scare people again. Crosby will make. Any team do something crazy if you've got Crosby in your lineup. That is it for NHL news. We have three upcoming games, you know, another full weekend uh, or Monday episode, I guess, uh, we will have with a Thursday game. The Stars go on. They start the first leg of their Eastern Canada road trip. They start playing the Maple Leafs. Uh, they played that really strong game, that really fun game against them that the Stars unfortunately lost a couple weeks ago. So hopefully we'll have another really fun game to watch. Then they take on Saturday, they play the Montreal Canadiens, and then on a back-to-back, the second half of which they play the Ottawa Senators. So it'd be awesome to walk away with the six possible points here. If I'm realistic, I'm predicting, you know, Here's what I'll say. I say we lose to the Leafs in overtime or a shootout. So I get, I say we get a five possible points on this trip, which is a really, really good Canadian road trip. I mean, I would like to think we should beat the Habs and the Sens, you know, every time. So we'll see how the boys play. And I'm looking forward to watching this game this weekend against some opponents we don't usually get to watch. And that is going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Again, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Look for the player poll on Twitter, like I mentioned in, you know, the interview. I don't even know if I want to call it an interview, but in the interview, I mentioned the player poll. Be sure to vote on that so we can do the player profile for next Monday's episode. Again, that is on this podcast, Twitter, at CleanSkatePod. Be sure to follow the Hockey Podcast Network. That is at HockeyPodNet. We do giveaways. Uh, You know, they've got fun contests and stuff, and they've got tons and tons of great content as well. And I think that is going to do it. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Again, I've said a million times, uh, if you want to have a fun game, count how many times I've said have a happy Valentine's Day. And I will talk to you cowpokes in the next one.